0: good morning good morning i see it's a beautiful day where you
1: are it is absolutely amazingly beautiful outside it's um we had a lot of rain yesterday because we had a what was supposed to be a tropical storm pass through but ended up just being some thunderstorms yeah we had we had a come to jesus uh rain party here too Yes, I was watching that. I was watching. That. We 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 always seem to get them at uh, close to the same time, but thankful for the rain, all of the flowers needed it, and I'm thankful for the sunshine today because I was actually able to get some laundry done. So,
0: oh, yay! Good, That's good, always good. fun.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, living over here without dryers isn't always, the best. but oh yeah, thank goodness we have more sunshine than rain. So
0: oh yes definitely all right good morning guys it's soul food sunday um we are just we really want to start off today by thanking you guys and clapping for you guys um y'all have rocked this week um change is never easy but it is usually almost um necessary especially when you're in that season that you can't see past or that you've repeated thirty eleven times um you know, change, we have to start looking inward and realize that our way's not working. So, um, you know, today we're going to talk about um, creating healthy habits with a healthy ego and recognizing how our ego really is a crucial part of how our life unfolds every day. Um, and distinguishing the difference between healthy ego and destructive ego <clears throat> and kind of how You don't realize it until you actually have somebody tell you the difference in it. I know I didn't because I thought I'm the most whatever, such and such person. Like, I don't have an ego. And then once you start breaking it down and you realize kind of what the, you know, unpacking the word ego means, you can apply it. Everybody can apply it. Unless you're Mother Teresa, you can apply this to your life. (laughs) Um, so Mother Teresa is like goals, but, um, we're not there yet, but, um, we're, we're, we're going to get all of us on, on the first bus there. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, we just, um, uh, really want to reiterate the fact too that, um, you know, this, this place that we have right here is the most non judgmental space that you'll ever find in your life because, you know we unpack a lot of heavy stuff on here um but we don't unpack at all um that may come <laughs> in time but we are um two very no- non-judgmental souls and that only comes from being two judgmental souls you know so we definitely have walked the walk and talked the talk of both sides of the fence and we're not professionals on one side as opposed to the other, but we we do have a uh, clear clear view of uh, where we want to go and where we've been, and um, we really just want to you know spread that that message to you guys that this is the most ju- non judgmental place you'll find. Um, um, to fall in your moment of grace or your moment of mercy, whatever the case may be, but um, I'm gonna let Nicole start today and go into um, this healthy ego and destructive ego topic, um, and really just dive into the whole point of you know, trying to be the person that you needed when you were hurting, not the one who hurt you, um, but yeah. I'll let her go ahead and take the, take the lane.
1: This is a topic that really, really just, I love it. It's one of my favorites. It was an eye opener for me when I had to start doing a lot of inner reflecting and realizing that 90, 99.999% of things that were going wrong in my life were determined by me and my ego. That's just me being raw. That's me being honest. And, you know, like Jen said, this is a safe place for any of you that are listening to share anything that you want to share with us after the fact. Because I'm laying all my stuff out there for you. So um, how many times have you thought about someone when you thought of ego? I know that you have an individual in your mind of what you think an egotistical person is and really what determines that thought process is our very own ego right there ego ego allows you to be judgmental ego drives you to be judgmental and just like our heart and our brains we all have an ego and it's not like we can just drop it off somewhere and say i don't want you anymore And I don't need you anymore because we have to learn to live with our ego. And so is it a friend or a foe? Well, the answer to that question is, is it can be both. We determine how ego is going to drive our lives. And, you know, our minds identify our own construction. And usually that's a false identity. You know, we are more than just what our minds tell us that we are. Um, Beliefs. Of what we are, you know, if we tell ourselves that I am smart, my freckles make me look ugly, I'm fat, nobody likes me, I'm better than you, I'm stupid, etc., whatever that is, that, that's all thoughts driven by our ego. And eventually, we believe that and we live that. So if we tell ourselves, you know, for me for years, I said, you know what, I really suck at math. And I always did in school. Well, of course I'm going to suck at math if I'm waking up every single day and I'm telling myself that I suck at math. And, and it's just ego. Ego is what drives us. And that's when ego is destructive for us, is when we are letting it control us more than we are allowing our, our heart to control us. And ego hides behind I and me. I for the longest time lived in a me, 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 and I, 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 and oh my gosh, how dare that person hurt me so much? Why would they do that? kind of life. Um, and it wasn't until I had to really start looking within and realizing, holy cow, what am I doing to myself? And 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 what am I allowing this beast that's within me to do to me? And you know, we are made up of beliefs that we acquire over our lives. Ego is not just one specific thing. And unfortunately, culture and society doesn't reward us for directing our attention inward. Mm-hmm. So we often overlook our ego by, because of that. Um, we're so quick to look outward. And to look at everybody else and what everybody else is doing and what they've done to us and what they do in their own lives. And and we neglect what's going on within us. And that's really where true freedom comes from. The easiest way to spot ego is by the trail of emotional reactions. I mean, if you're having moments of intense anger intense insecurity jealousy is one of the number one emotions that ego causes when it's in a destructive pattern the need to impress someone the need to please someone all the time again your girl right here recovering people pleaser um and playing the victim y'all I played the victim I'm, I'm almost 35 years old and since I was probably old enough to remember I've played the victim it was always about what other people have done to me to hurt me And again, no one really has that much power in your lives to destroy you that way. So you've got to remember that we are the ones, our minds and what we tell ourselves is what truly destroys us. Um, Ego is arrogant and insecure. And, you know, that is the epitome of what I thought ego was. You know, there were people in my life that I thought, gosh, their egos, they're so egotistical and they're, they're just ego driven, Well, here I was, Miss Ego, (laughs) just by simply saying that. And, you know, I got to the point where when I started looking within and I realized just what my ego was doing to me and what it was robbing me from, I started really thinking, how can I turn this around? What, What can I do to change this pattern? And, you know, It's a deeply rooted tree. You can't just go and chop it off and and lift it up and throw it away. You have to take it one branch and one small piece at a time. And it's an everyday practice. You cannot do this halfway or part time. The ego wants to control us and it wants to rule us and we have to allow our soul to take precedence and rule us more than our ego. And that's when our ego can become healthy and that's when we can learn to live with it and, um, you know, be at peace and true and have true happiness. So it's not something that comes overnight and it's not something that's just going to come and then you're never going to have to put any more effort into it ever again. That's not the case. You have to constantly keep putting your ego in check. And, you know, we have to learn to suffer what we cannot evade. And we cannot evade our ego. So we have to learn to suffer through the dark stuff, suffer through the hard stuff, and then deal with it. You know, like Jen says all the time, You have to unpack your stuff. You cannot leave it packed up in a box, in a corner, or in a dark closet somewhere and expect it to just go away. It's always going to be there. You have to unpack it and you have to either choose to throw it away and get rid of it, let it go, or use it and apply it for your best and highest interest. And, you know, the best practice is the art of honesty. Just being honest with yourself. You know, we keep talking about speaking your truth. Admit when you're not okay. I was the queen of saying, Yeah, I'm fine. I'm good. When really deep down inside, I was not okay. Um, You know, we we have to admit when we're feeling angry, spiteful, and jealous. Recognize that. We all know what it looks like. We can see it in everybody else around us. So we need to start learning how to see it within ourselves. And we have to always, always, always practice gratitude when you are satisfied with what you have right now, then you have no need or want to like constantly want more. Our ego is what tells us that we need more all the time, you know, and, and really, and truthfully, the fact that we're all sitting here, you're listening to me and I'm sitting here talking to you. That means we have everything that we need. There's Mm -hmm. nothing else that we need. So we need to be grateful for that. And we need to, 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 show gratitude for our ego, you know, because it is, it is important. Ego's not all bad. And, and, and that's what I'm trying to get at here. And, and more importantly, we have to choose love. Gonna say it again, said it a million times, love, 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 love. And, you know, two things that you can really tell yourself every single day to help kill the negative aspects of your ego is you are not better than anyone else, nor are you worse. Than anyone else. Those are two things that you need to wake up every single day and you need to tell yourself because
0: that removes a lot of judgment. A judgment on
1: ourselves and judgment on
0: others. And, you know, like looking inward, when you get to this place of being aware and trying to figure out where you are on the ego train love yourself, love yourself in a way that, okay, looking inward, say, you know, and I mean, this is like self-talk you have to do. Mm -hmm. And it's like, um, you know, look inside and say, you know what, I don't understand you. I I want to love you. I want to show you. And this is like, I mean, you will feel crazy talking to yourself this way, but it's reprogramming this mindset that you've been stuck in, you know, because if you constantly say, oh, I, I don't never have no money, Um, I'm never going to have this. I ain't never going to have that. No one's ever going to, I can't ever find nobody to love me the way I want them to love me. Well, and if you find yourself in that pattern, then you've got to go inside and do the work yourself. And that's, that's very hard to do, but finding that grace in between of figuring out who you are, because this stuff unlocks a lot of stuff. You have no idea who, who is inside of you. You have no idea this person that you're having to look in at. You don't know it. You don't, you don't know who they are, what they like, what they don't, because we've all been told or or finally tuned into a situation or in a relationship with somebody that you had to become that person and you had to become what they expect of you. And you had to, you know, compromise yourself down to, to in my case, nothing, you know, in order to, to make my world go around and. I'm a big personality and, you know, I found myself where in situations where I couldn't even talk, I'd have people say stuff to me and I'm like, Oh my God, like I'd rather die. Like than answer this mm-hmm. question. And I, you know, that was something that was hard for me to do, you know, because I had just been in circumstances that just micro 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 my, my inner being so much, you know, and if you're not in a supportive um, area or surroundings then you've got to do it yourself but you don't get there overnight and that was a big thing for me but looking inward and just loving the parts of you that you don't understand you know slowly it will start to open up and slowly you will get to this point where you know just just say to yourself you know I love you I don't know you but I want to understand you. And I'm sorry that I've ignored you. And I'm sorry, you know, like what is, you know, reveal in me the things I need to work on. And you will find yourself in these little things, thinking about things you haven't thought about in years or things that you never got closure with. And the thing about it is, is sometimes we just pine and pine and pine, wanting closure. And there's some situations you're not going to get closure because either the situation wasn't as bad as what you thought it was, or either the people involved in it can't apologize and won't apologize. Mm-hmm. So it's like you, you attach yourself to just this closure. You think, okay, well, if I just had this, then I could do, do this. And we look at happiness as a destination and not the, 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 the choice to get there, you know? And I don't know. It's like recognizing your triggers like Nicole was talking about that point that sends you over the edge, you know, what is that? How can you finesse that, that little space in between being okay and going to 10? Like how can you groom that part where, you know, no one can have that control over you to send you into orbit or because think about how hard it is to change yourself. You have little, little chance of changing anybody else. And it's Mm -hmm. a lot easier believe it or not, to change what's going on inside of you internally than to change your external world because you still, yeah, you still have, you're still going to have the same people in your life that have the same mentality, the same, you know, there's, there's things and situations in your life that aren't ever going to change. You have to be the one to change. And that was a big thing for me. Um,
1: And, and and really.
0: Sorry not to cut you all but
1: while you're on that point, you know, really what you'll find and what I have found, and I know Jen has seen this too, y'all, those people that were cutting you down and the people that you are more than likely not going to change, when your response to what they do to you changes and is more peaceful, it is almost mind-blowing at how they just, they don't know how to handle that. And a mm-hmm. lot of times that is what will drive them to change those responses because maybe that's what they needed, you know, holy cow, I can't get her to get worked up anymore and and come at me ag- anymore. You know, and that's they're not used to that kind of response. Yeah, so, or she's
0: not or she's not laying there depressed like exactly. oh my god.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And 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 so when you know when you start responding in that way, light
0: bulbs will go off I can assure you oh yeah I mean and realizing that no one in your life is going to pave the way for your happiness because we're all on our separate journeys and what matters to this one don't matter to you and what matters to you don't matter to this one and the likelihood of you ever penetrating that thought process is very slim very slim um I I mean, I could say so many things, but I'll just keep going with my thought process. (laughs) But you know, (laughs) if if it's realizing in your relationship, you know, whether it's you or whether it's a a relationship with your mom or spouse or, you know, whatever the case may be, you know, if you if you are this person or they are this person, like take it or leave it, then you're going to have to leave it. You're going to have to leave it because if you aren't willing to bend in your thought process then you're expecting others to break for you and vice versa. If you have somebody in your life that's like, take it or leave it, then leave it because they're expect they're not willing to bend for you and they're going to break you. And the crazy thing about God is, you know, with his, he likes to take the scenic route that way. He will bring you back full circle in order for you to deal with what you got to deal with. And You know, he will put you back together in the very same place that broke you. Yep. And he will, you know, the same, whether you tie that to people or whether you tie that to a place, whether you tie that to a circumstance, he will put you right back in the middle of it just so you can heal yourself. And that's, you know, that's, that's really just recognizing that no one else is going to pave the way for what you think is happiness. And because they don't have the same mentality and they don't have the same um, purpose and they don't have the same fixation on what happiness is because it's all different to, to us. And if you have this attachment to whatever hurt you, you've got to look at why is it because you've wrapped yourself in the identity of, well, that's just who I am. I had this awful thing happen, or I was in this bad relationship, or I had this, I, I lost my brother or I lost. You know, whatever the case is and your circumstance, you know, why are you tied to it? Like, why can't you move forward because of that thing that happened five years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago? Why can't you, why can't you accept it as part of who you are, but look at it as not what broke you, but what you have to build from. And that's been a big, like eye opener for me. Because I, I felt first, because I, I didn't get out of my situation, it was like, well, how can I do this if I'm still in the very place that you know I'm, I'm, I'm uncomfortable, you know? And realizing the healthy part of, you know, that your internal thinking and your internal process is, you know, healing that and putting that in a perspective where use it for yourself and use it to better yourself. You know, even if you don't know what you're doing, you got to wing it until your, your thought process is changed. Because if you constantly are saying, I can't do this, I can't do that. I can't do this. You know, it goes back to that mindset that we talked about on Monday, you know, that determines your success. Because if you say to yourself and your subconscious all the time, well, I ain't never going to have this. I ain't never going to go there. I ain't never do it. Then you're not. And, you know, it all starts with, you know, we can talk to ourselves. And when we start saying these things, we don't believe them to ourselves. Like the very first time I started, in, you know, implementing self-love and whatever, it was like, I would say, I love you. And then I would go, my my subconscious, yeah, right. <laughs> because <laughs> But, but, but you have to think of it as a child, like you tell a child something, they're going to question why, why do I have to do it like that? Why? I I want to do your
1: mirror. Yeah. I want to,
0: I want to do it this way. And you know, and it's saying, well, I love you and thank you for having that, (laughs) that opinion. But, you know, it's, it's just respecting yourself and respecting your self-talk and respecting what's been done to you. Um, and if you were judged in your situation, try to be more understanding. If you were rejected, then try to be more accepting. If you were shamed, try to be more compassionate. And But you're not going to receive closure on a lot of things in your life. And mm-hmm. whatever, you, whatever your trigger point is, like you weren't appreciated, then try to be more appreciating than everybody else. You know, it's going against the grain of what you've been taught through your circumstances and you know people people will they take your life so personal and everything that you do and every decision you make and when they have no business whatsoever because they're not in your circumstance they can have an opinion about it all day long but all that means is they got something in their life that they can't deal with because either they did the same thing years ago or either it's been done to them and they just have some kind of attitude about it and that's okay. That's their deal, but you can't bring others opinions and and lack of knowledge into your decision-making because then you are subject to everybody that comes in your path that mm-hmm. to, that has the ability to take you out you know, or make you feel some type of way about your circumstance. When you are the one that wakes up with it, you are the one that deals with it. You are the one that cries about it. You are the one that has been broken to the point of rock bottom. Like if they want to have that opinion, please, by all means, come, come do it with me. Come, yeah. come, come on, yeah. <laughs> please come on and see what I got. But, mm-hmm. you know, you can't you can't entertain people and their their judgment. I mean, no. you just can't. And I feel like this one's real close to me because Lord Jesus,
1: <laughs> and yeah.
0: I mean, it, it really comes from a place of just rawness and freedom because you know what, I did everything they said I did, but there was a lot behind the scenes that nobody knew about and still don't know about. And I mean, I'm okay with that because I'm talking from my healing, not my pain. And, you know, people just take your life so personal when you start making decisions for yourself or when you had to make decisions that you were trying to make in order to survive. And, you know, it's just like stay in your lane, let them be in their lane and have whatever judgment or whatever conclusion they have about you, because it's not your responsibility to live up to what they think about you, because it wasn't their responsibility to be in your business and try to figure out what it was you're going through when they don't have all the, you know, elements of everything, but that, that plays such a big part in our, our destructive ego of the judgment of others and ourselves. You know? Yeah. And
1: that's, that was one of the things that really hit home for me. You know, I'll, I'll share a quick testimony of mine. I, that, that just shows you how, how ego can be destructive in so many ways. Some of you that know me, You may know this. You may not. Um, I've not always been. I've not always kept it closed up. But, you know, I struggled for a long time with certain people in my life that were super close to me. I mean, we're talking my mom, my brother. And, you know, we all have shortcomings. And Lord knows I had my fair share of mine. But because theirs looked differently than mine. I spent so much time and effort judging them. I I, I I couldn't understand why they did the things that they did. I took offense to it. I, you know, I didn't understand it. I judged them for it. I, I thought in a sense, I mean, really in the reality, I thought I was better than them. I thought I was a better person than what they were. And, it wrecked those relationships. I had such a troubled relationship with my mom at times. I had a troubled relationship with my brother at times. And, you know, it would drive them further and further and further down that black hole that they were they were going through. And in reality, it was driving me further and further down a black hole too. Just it looked different. And because it looked different, mm-hmm. my ego told me that it was different. And, you know, the moment that I realized that I had to get down on my knees and have a one-on-one with myself and with my maker, and, you know, I, I, I was beaten down, and when I realized, oh my gosh, I am part of what has been damaging them for so long. I am part of why they have chosen to do a lot of the things that they've chosen to do because I've judged them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, God gave me them to be my mom and to be my brother. And the only job that I have in this life is to just love them. Nothing else. Mm -hmm. It's not my job to judge them. It's not my job to wonder and question why they do or have done the things that they've done. And I had to reach out, you know, I had always had such a problem apologizing to them when I would say things out of anger or say things out of hurt. And at the moment that I feel like that destructive part of my ego died, and I realized, oh my gosh, like, I just, I just want to hug them and love them right now. And I'm going to tell them that. And, you know, I reached out and I, you know, I told him, I was like, listen, I don't know where this is coming from, but I'm grateful for you and I'm thankful for you and I love you so much. And and I'm so glad that God gave you, gave gave you to me to be in my family and to be my people. And y'all, the response that I got back from that, I mean, that's what they had been needing for so long. And that's what I needed. For mm-hmm. so long. And I fought it for years, for years. And mm-hmm. I, you know, I didn't think that I would ever be able to have a healthy relationship with them because I was on a high horse mm-hmm. and completely driven by ego. And now I see them, they are no different than me. They have their own path, and I have my own path. And again, my only job in this life is to love them, not question them not judge them, not be angry at them, to just love them. And it is amazing at how much better the relationship is. Um, And I'm seeing such big changes in them that I I never, you know, it was probably there all along, but I just wouldn't allow myself to see
0: it because. Because expectations create this False reality, you know, that don't exist. You know, what you expect someone to do or say, you know, they may say it in a different way, but not how they deliver it to you. You know, you might say, Well, as soon as I see this person, they better tell me this, this, and this. And, you know, in their way, they might have something planned for you three days later that you have no idea about. You know, yeah. so it's really putting that expectation on what you think someone's going to be coming packaged as. Yeah. And, you know,
1: I'll, since we're at 30 minutes, I'll, I'll sum this up really quick, but I do want to get out there, you know, things for you to, to this, this is what really put things into perspective for me. When the ego says to serve itself, the soul says to serve others. Mm -hmm. When the ego seeks outward recognition, the soul seeks inward authenticity. Authenticity. When the ego sees life as a competition, the soul sees life as a gift.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: When ego sees mortality, the soul sees e- eternity. You know, the ego is drawn to lust. The soul is drawn to love. The ego seeks wisdom. The soul is wisdom. Ego enjoys the prize. The soul enjoys the journey. Yes. E- That's exactly ego- Yeah, the ego causes pain, and the soul causes healing. The ego rejects God, and the soul embraces God. The ego seeks to be filled and seeks more, while the soul is eternal wholeness and feels abundance. Mm -hmm. And lastly, the ego is me, and the soul is we. Mm -hmm. So ask yourself today, based on your thought patterns, are you driven by your ego or are you driven by
0: your soul? Yeah, that's a good one. And I mean, recognizing how, how you think and how you deal with things is... You know, like Nicole said, that's that's going to be your saving grace and understanding yourself better. Because like we said in the first, I mean, you've got to be patient with yourself and you've got to love all the parts that aren't that are still in pain. You know, you've got to love them until you can you can get them to trust you and get them to, you know, cooperate with you. You know, so it's looking back and, you know, if you were judged, then just be understanding and, you know, try to implement these things. And, you know, when you do that and you get that under wraps, then your, your consciousness will reveal what else you need to fix, you know, or, or unlearn, you know, it's not always about fixing something. It's just about unlearning how to be that way. And, you know, it comes, it comes dressed in many forms. So you really... You know, just pray at night, you know, and pray first thing in the morning and set your intention, but pray at night, you know, like, thank you for everything that I have, you know, because we have to think of it on a larger scale. Like if catastrophe hit and everything, we lost everything material wise, or, you know, like if you're rebuilding, what are you thankful for? What, What, those are the, those are the core things of what you need to be thankful for every single day, life, breath. Um, you know going through your day and you know like start off with those things because those are what determines you know your your course throughout the day if you wake up and expect this expect that one day it's not going to be there and then you're gonna have to relearn these things and if you walk into seasons you know having these healthy habits and these healthy thought patterns then you know when when devastation strikes however it's coming dressed you know it won't it won't cripple you every time. And I know, you know what it's like to be on that path where every other day is something just creeping down your throat with that chokehold, you know, and those things break you and break you and break you. And you're like, my God, like, when is it going to stop? And the answer's inside. You've just got to do the work and do the, the nitty gritty and get in there and clean it out and, you know, reroute your thinking and reroute your thought patterns. And, you know, you're going to you're going to grow. And you one day, you know, when you get to that place, you might not even recognize your life because nobody's in it that you were you had attached yourself to or your surroundings are going to look completely different. And that can feel kind of lonely. But the the internal peace that you have within yourself I mean, you don't need those things. You don't need those people, you know, that you have attached yourself to through pain and through, Oh my God, you know, gossiping or, you know, whatever the case may be, you know, it's just spending that time with yourself and, you know, getting yourself rewired and, you know, to think for yourself and not be told, you know, that's the big thing with McKinley. Like I try to teach her how to think, not what to think. And (laughs) That don't always go as planned, but I'm not raising a people pleaser. <laughs> so. Well, and a lot of
1: that is, is undoing what we are we were conditioned from young ages to do. You know, we were taught how to think, or mm-hmm. excuse me, we were taught what to think, not how to think. And yeah. that's sometimes
0: hard to undo, that's that's necessary. That's the <laughs> power in her court to take care that's, of herself and not be manipulated or not be you know judged or expected you know we'll
1: have have a podcast oh yeah that's a whole separate podcast
0: alone. (laughs) but y'all go with this today and you know just vow to be better than what broke you and if you do that and have that to fall back on it will fuel you in ways you can't you can't understand until you get in there and start rooting around inside yourself
1: yep and I'll just say that if you if there's someone in your life that you love so much and you have a broken relationship with. Just just try to love them instead of judging them, because
0: chances are the reason why their relationship is broken is from some form of judgment. And until you get that place healed inside of you, you can love them silently. When you catch yourself ready to judge them or ready to be angry at them, just yep. close your eyes and love them. Mm -hmm. and bless them and send them blessings you don't have to call them up and go through the whole rigmarole of having a conversation just silently to yourself love them and that will internally help your thought process when you want to judge or you want to expect or whatever that toxic trigger is for you
1: and use your mirrors use your mirrors talking to yourself seems awkward but when you're actually having to look yourself in the face it kind of makes it a bit easier
0: yeah so yeah I love you guys I love you too and I'm Um, proud of you guys and um I'll be making my post soon about soul food sunday Nicole's already made hers so you guys get your intentions ready for this week and we're gonna do another week I think I saw on Facebook there's like five more or maybe I'm wrong no that can't be right I was gonna say five more Fridays but that ain't right before Christmas well there's yeah. there's I don't know
1: how many. I don't know but... how
0: many Fridays they are but we got we we getting there so we we're, are we're almost it. in the two month mark of uh 2019 and we ain't taking none of this junk with us into 2020 we got 2020 vision we got we ain't got no blinders on we're ready to see it all feel it all and dispose of it all amen and
1: you know just be thankful for today thankful have an attitude of gratitude yes. every single day bring it yes and watch the magic unfold true that true that it's 11
0: well, 11 oh Keep see let secure. the magic unfold at 11 11 there you go peace and holla <laughs> <laughs> <All laughs> we right. love you
1: guys love y'all